Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of November 6, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, we have a ton of stuff time this week. We've got a bunch of trailers. We've got the end of the SAG after strike. We've got a Zelda movie on the way. Uh, we're going to dive into some spoilers for Friday Night's Freddy's because Chris saw it. I saw it last week. Chris saw it this week. But uh, let's let's kick things off with trailers. And we got the first trailer for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. We didn't really we we never we didn't know the title until this week. It was, it was just like Ghostbusters Afterlife Two. Um, but now we know it's Frozen Empire, uh, and obviously yeah, the sequel to Afterlife. So all the all the cast from Afterlife are back, and all and all the OG casts uh, are back as well. Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, and then you know obviously joining Paul Rudd and uh, McKenna Grace and uh, Carrie Coon and Finn Wolfhard. And uh, there is a, the new supernatural threat is that there is a the, the Death Chill is sweeping across New York City. It's some sort of supernatural, like, freezing force that, like, kills you. Like, it, your fear causes, like, fear causes, like, the freezing, and then if you are, I guess, if, you, uh, if you're afraid of it, it, like, it freezes you to death. And there's some yeah, sort of, like, ghost or, some sort of ghost or, you know, supernatural force behind it. But the problem is, like, they establish that the human reacts that way. Does that mean the environment is afraid? Yeah, it's weird, because, it, yeah, because it's, like, um... Like the day after tomorrow, where it's like the the, the like it's like fr- instant, you know, the freeze. Free, instant freeze comes through, but then Dan Aykroyd like uh like Ray is like, oh yes, the death chill it like it like power it's powered by fear and it'll fr- like last thing you see is your eye- tear ducts freezing or whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm oh. just I'm just, I'm just glad it's like a new something new like because yeah, I know it's not the typical Ghostbuster some. 18th century demon shows up. It's like a cloud. Yeah, because I, th- I think we both enjoyed Afterlife, but definitely like the last, he- the last like third of that movie is just like that's my major complaint. Is just like oh, they're just literally doing the same shit again. They're doing like the gatekeeper and <laughs> uh, Zool and all, all, and then Gozer and all that stuff. Like it felt very safe, which was okay, but it didn't. It didn't even bring in Ghostbuster two level of up in the stakes. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I think they, I think they felt they had the course correct from like twenty sixteen, and then bring it back to well, something more similar to like the, the original <clears throat> ones and like have it they like twenty sixteen. So the twenty sixteen one did something where it went too fast, too like too big scale. Like, yeah, if you think about it, I think that's their second Ghostbus. Right, it was the first incident, and then no one believes them, and then the giant one that, like, okay, we have got a like incel ghost to catch. Mm, yeah. Uh, at least in Ghostbusters, <clears throat> they worked their way up in the movie. Like, they did a whole montage of them catching other ghosts, and then they mm. did a whole bunch of things. I'm mis- I might be wrong about 2016. Did they also have a montage of them catching other ghosts? I know they were like researching. Like I know, like uh, Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig were like researching ghosts for like a while, and then it's like, oh, they're real or something. <laughs> like, yeah, but like right after they made their trap, 
they captured one ghost that killed Bill Murray, and, I think. And, and and then there was like this there was a sub there's like a ghost in the subway that they were Did trying they to catch get. Like subway yeah. ghost? And then there's like a there's then there's like a there's like the rock concert ghost, remember? It was no. like the gargoyle. Yeah, but that one that kills Bill Murray. One one of them, yeah. And and then it's like at, at, so I think there was there was there was a couple and then um they eventually uh kind of stumble on the the, the main plot which is like yeah that the the, the incel guy is like causing ghosts to occur or like it wants to turn himself into a ghost or whatever the plot was. I think he wanted to make a machine and then his backup plan was becoming a ghost. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's not the most awful idea. I. I didn't mind. It's not my favorite, but I'm not one of those people that hates it purely on the characters and the fact that they're female. I'll, let's make that clear. We mm-hmm. we did not hate it based on that. But in this, uh, Afterlife, and then what's happening is logical of the, hey, they opened the, the original house back. You've got a whole new group. Though I, I do prefer if they had more members, not two kids and two adults. Mm-hmm. So it's like a family affair now, which I'm not about. I, I'm like, eh, did, half yeah, on did, that. Did, did did like did Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon get like married now, or they're like dating? But then Paul Rudd's just like, well, I'll, I'll move to New York City with you guys. Like, I'll leave my school, my teacher job, whatever I was doing. Like, I don't think they are living there. I think they're visiting. They're they're just my visiting bet. New York, and it's like, oh shit, like supernatural things are happening again. Yeah, well, my my bet is that they liked where they were. You know, they're close to Egon, like, the memory of him. And plus, yeah. they, weren't they, like, hilariously broke that they had to live in that shack that Egon had? I, it was... I mean, they inherited it, but, yeah, I don't know if it was, like, a... Like, well, we, like this is the only thing we have. Like, we have to, like, move this, like, shitty house. I thought they did. I gotta see it again. I gotta... Like, it, it's it's such a forgettable part, but it's their reason to be yeah, there I, for the school I, year or the summer? I, the school I, year. I think Carrie Coon was like she was like I don't really have a job or like my job like I have a shitty job or something. Oh yeah, they 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 got evicted from their they they lived in Chicago. They got evicted, so it's like well we got to move into like Grandpa Grandpa Egon's house because that's the only thing we have. It's like we we like, like that we own. <laughs> that makes sense. So, I mean, in this it it kind of picks up later. There's some time has passed. I don't. It doesn't really. It's not the plot point to know where they live or just visiting, but the fact that. They are taking on ghosts, mm-hmm. but I I'm not a fan of just like the the core group initially. Like I I feel like it's way too family friendly of a group first. Not just uh like if they were the B team that showed up and suddenly became the A team, you know, like the primary team. I'm fine with that idea because it just mm-hmm. makes it seem like uh what's his face um. Ernie Hudson's character. Yeah, Winston. Winston, yeah. Like, his whole big thing was starting it back up, and the first thing he did was hire two kids and two adults. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like the Ghostbusters Spirits Unleash storyline, where it's about, like, a few months later, they open it up, they're they're rehiring. Like, I wish they carry over something from that game, because that was, like, an official licensed game. And I still play it now and then. So yeah, I, just have, I just finished have, the yeah. story. Just, just have like the rookie or something. Like, had that be a character? Uh, maybe the rookie from the original. Maybe the uh, just uh, like another group that is busy. 
and it's like they are super preoccupied, and now the visiting team has to take over. I feel that, like just were... show me that. I yeah, mean, I feel like, I feel I like that happened in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I feel it like they're missing out. To... Oh, I was like, I feel like they're missing out on like the um, like the franchising thing that they really like set up in like the comics and some of the other games, where it's like, oh yeah, like just sell sell Ghostbusters like. Not like, yet. That, I feel like that's a good idea for later, just mm-hmm. because they had to make a statement, basically an afterlife, saying that like no one believed in ghosts, and that's the reason. Like you can't instantly franchise it from the thing that happened in the middle of nowhere. So maybe in the next movie they can do that. Like if they want a clean slate or a spinoff or really mix up the storyline, because you think about it. It's because it's based in New York. Uh, they can only do like New York based ghosts. I think in the TV show, which did you see the little thing that said that uh, Frozen Empire is gonna is taking inspiration from the real Ghostbuster cartoon? I mean, hopefully that's what that's what that's what we were talking about um, when Afterlife came out. Like we were talking about like like yeah, like use some of the real ghosts. Like they have like so many like villains and like interesting like characters from like the real ghostbusters that instead of like using gozer and like Zool and all that stuff again like do like sam hain or the boogeyman or like any of those like like crazy villains they fought in <laughs> real ghostbusters well sam hain was a character in the spirits unleashed game he's the final boss mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know i don't use him just yet how but if he do, they do like that'd be a cool introduction to the live action universe or bring the extreme Ghostbusters in, or something, <laughs> or like something for that. Bring like the, like the weird like Hellraiser ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they don't want to use sort of like modern day ghost things, like the nun, or um, I don't know, the possession thing. Uh, is there any sort of like yeah? Is there any sort of like crossover with Sony, movie. like? <laughs> Because because uh, well, Sony, Sony doesn't only Sony is not involved like like all the, the contract stuff is all universal so yeah I'm like, trying to think of something that's not universal monster related like what's a Sony monster let me see if, if Sony has any sort of like uh, just, horror franchise they could like cross over just make make like a Ghostbusters verse or like a Sony verse why is Spider Man in this movie yeah, cool. the only thing is like Venom or like something Mysterio's making ghosts appear. Okay, so Sony apparently owns Insidious. Oh yeah, they do. That's like the, that's the, that's probably their biggest one. Yeah. So Insidious, you have uh, the Invitation, you have Escape Room, you have Don't Breathe. Uh, apparently, they own the American version of The Grudge. I mean, Insidious is probably like the closest thing to like Ghostbusters. That's like you know. Other supernatural dimensions and ghosts and demons or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have like a ghost like pack buster. They have like no. a medium. Yeah. Lin Shada shows up. It's like, hey, I'm 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 a ghostbuster now. Yeah. Uh, they they have the rights to the 2010 Evil Dead or 2012 Evil Dead movie. Yeah, I think, and then the rest of it's. Whoever whoever owns like the actual like other like the original trilogy and Ash vs Evil Dead and, and the then, new one, uh, they can also mix in Resident Evil for no reason. <laughs> oh my god! 
No, it's it's a hodgepodge. They don't have monsters. They have like anything kind of relatively sexy. They'll have like a horror thing. I'm not. Sony also owns Underworld. They're putting all their eggs in the uh the spider like the the Spider Man weird side verse basket. But yeah, we'll we'll see how uh, this uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire sequel is. It's coming out March 29th next year. So uh, in the spring, you can uh, you know just 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 as we're thawing out from the winter, you can get back in and see like New York City get frozen by ghosts or whatever. So and then uh, we also this week got the first trailer for Netflix's live action remake uh adaptation of avatar the last airbender you know one of the most beloved shows of all time uh, that we've we've already seen like probably one of the most horrifically bad adaptations of all time with the end night Shyamalan movie yep but i mean it, it it just wasn't up to par if you've never seen avatar before i don't know yeah i i mm-hmm. But it's hard to like. It was such a cultural phenomenon that it's hard to say that you've seen the cartoon and then seen the movie. Yeah, I mean this this one this one's got it's like it's gonna be a show, so it's gonna have, it's gonna have like you know more time to like, kind of like introduce people who haven't seen it into like into the world and stuff, and like you'll know, give you more time to like learn about the characters. Um, I will say the one worrying thing is that they actually had like the uh, Avatar showrunners or like creators on this like early on. And they left because they like they got they got into, like arguments like 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 you know created differences with Netflix and left. So I don't that doesn't really bode too well if like the original creators are, like we don't like what you're doing with like Avatar we're leaving like. But on the flip side, it's like you know One Piece just came out a little bit ago and it was well received by fans and critics and and it's like one of the most watched things on Netflix. So I mean they have a they have a like. Current, like their recent track record with like you know, anime and anime esque adaptations is is good. It's getting better. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it looks like this this the trailer. I mean, just at least the trailer. Like, there's not really like a lot of like plot stuff. It's just it's actually it's like a lot of like Fire Nation and just like a lot of, like a lot of just, like characters. Like, hey, stuff stuff's happening. Here's pe- here's people. <laughs> like, they don't really. There's the trailer doesn't really explain. I think it's. it's it kind of feels like, hey, you know this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of remember this. So if and if you don't know it, you're just like, I don't know. It looks cool, I guess. I don't know. This is a thing. We're not explain what this is. We're not going to explain who these people are. It's um, time is weird like that. Did you, Did you watch uh, Last Airbender? Yes. You watch, like all of it? Yes. Okay, Did you? I I I started it and then I, I I've been I keep meaning like go back to it. I just I don't I just I don't know. I just don't have time. Some or, parts like... some parts do feel like homework because it is just filler. Mm-hmm. You you pretty much have to grind through them because I I'm not like a vendor wonder... like. Yeah, I wonder if someone I wonder if someone's made like you know like the Clone War like Star Wars Clone Wars like a lot of people have made like lists of like you can watch like you watch like this like these. 20 episodes to, like, get the whole story or, like, like these are, here's, like, the but, essential episodes. You know, the problem, like... is, you know what the problem is? is The 
episodes might drop five minutes of parts that you have to watch to get certain things, and then the mm-hmm. rest of it is watching these fucking kids, like, I don't know, find the food. Be- like, it's like a day at the beach or something. Like, it's party day at the beach. I don't know. Like, But it's not, like, you can't completely miss the whole episode just because uh-huh. they'll drop something kind of relevant later. But you might. You might find a Cliff Note version. You might say, all right, this just explains this. You don't need to watch the whole, like, 25 minutes episode. But if you ask any diehard Avatar fan, like, they're going to say, don't skip anything, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like One Piece is like that, too. One Piece is 400-something episodes long. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you can skip eventually. Um, but Avatar was so tight, you know? And just because the, uh, I don't know, like, they, um, they... I think the last season was making up for the like the movie. I think the movie came out before they finished the season or finished the series. So I'm not sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I gotta look at it again. But it was like they were trying to fight against the bad publicity of the live action. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I saw I saw the movie and it was just like, wow, this is dark and, and terrible. <laughs> like not, not not like dark, like mature, like dark, like I can't see what's happening. Yep. I mean, I'm glad to see Avatar the title, because that was what I associated first before the other Avatar. And if you want to fuck with some, like, uh, I don't know, indexing, it'd be Avatar, Way of the Water, Avatar, Last Airbender, <laughs> yep. Avatar, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, the, um, oh, what's the next Avatar movie, like, Way of Fire or something like that? Oh, yeah, well, the next one that's coming up, like, yeah, it's like Avatar, like, like something, something fire, like fire, I don't think it's Fire Nation, but like, it's something like, yeah, something fire. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this uh, Last Airbender show is more, uh, kind of like follows up on One Piece and is like well received by fans and critics and is like actually like a good show and not, and not the disaster that Mashallah uh, brought us. And we'll find out in February next year. February 22nd is when uh, Airbender drops. It's going to be eight episode first season. So you can check that out when it comes out. And then uh, coming up next month on Prime Video, we're finally getting season two of Reacher. Which it's, it feels like it's been like forever since the first season of Reacher came out. I think it's been like probably two years, two or three years. Um, but yeah, Reacher's back. Alan Richardson's Rich back to like crack skulls and solve a new, a new mystery. And uh, actually, the new season is based on the 11th Jack Reacher book, uh, Bad Luck and Trouble. And it basically involves, uh, there's a member of Jack's old uh, like special investigations team that gets murdered. And then basically kind of like the, like the rest of the team has to like kind of you know reunite and like try to solve this mystery. And there's like, a, like some sort of obviously like a conspiracy that's like against them and like targeting them now. It looks like Robert Patrick's gonna be the main villain of the se- of the season, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, he plays a great evil business guy slash guy with like military background that's a little too old to be active, but still runs things behind the scenes. The only problem is that like you still didn't finish the first season of Reacher, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I watched it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you watch it? Okay. The only problem with Reacher is that they haven't figured out his equal yet. I don't know what is up with the writing, <laughs> but they always have like a henchman that is like looks terribly underpowered, or a final boss that like is nowhere near his level. 
You know, like it's sort of yeah, he's tough for like a small town kind of guy, but yeah, not not to this. I feel like that's ingrained in, like the entire like book series and uh, like the top, the, the Tom Cruise movies too, where like the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher was also just like an expert in everything, like like okay. like uh, like expert level knowledge of like ballistics, crime scene investigation, fighting, that, military fine. strategy, like. No, that's fine because he's usually like he doesn't carry a gun. He doesn't like he doesn't work with a local law to the degree where he gets like backup. You know, it's always like whoever you can trust. So I'm fine with that. My thing is, Elisa never looked back. the The other like anti Reacher was some sort of like ex CIA like hitman psycho. So that was sort of on par. Yeah. And in the first movie, it was like it was Werner Herzog. <laughs> Werner Herzog, you know, he was, you know, so I'm like, uh, okay. And then maybe Jai Courtney was okay. Yeah. But the but TV yeah. show, there's no version of Jai Courtney. Yeah, I, I get, yeah, because like, because Alan Richardson is just like a monster. Like, <laughs> he doesn't need to look as big. I just want some dude that isn't just like a guy that has done a few push-ups before, like. Think about that final battle in season one. It's against that rich kid. Yeah. How is he standing his own? I get it. Like, he's more of, like, a torturer, like, guy in the background, the guy that's kind of scheming. But he straight up had his own fistfight with, with, with um, Jack Reacher. And it almost made it seem like he was going to have the upper hand, which I was like, I don't believe this fight at all. So, yeah, but... My but, I mean, only wish is this... Yeah. But it's 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 like super accurate in the book though, because like Alan Richardson is like is like literally like the description of Jack Reacher in the books. It's like, you know, how like however tall he is and like how whatever weight he is and like just like his build and everything. Like that's exactly how Jack Reacher is described in the book. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Jack Reacher being a giant of a man. That's who, who's totally who's also who's also who's also like super intelligent and like super just like tactical and like knows everything. <laughs> like he's he's like he's like. He has, like, almost no flaws. But the only problem I have is just give me a villain that I believe is going to be, like, in a physical confrontation. A challenge. Yeah, I guess we'll have, I mean, yeah, obviously, right, Patrick, uh, it's not going to probably be a physical challenge to Jack Reacher, but maybe, yeah, maybe he'll have, like, some sort of squad or henchman or something that he can throw at him. I, I just, like, three... Ex American Gladiators, he can take on or something. Yes, where's where's Nitro <laughs> or Gemini or throw one of those guys at him? Yeah, or like uh, the Mountain from Game of Thrones or something. But uh, yeah, Jack Reacher season two is gonna be it's gonna start uh, December fifteenth. The first three episodes are gonna drop, and then it'll be uh, weekly after that for eight episodes. It, 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 I mean, the trailer. I mean, it looks like if you like, if you enjoy, if you like season one, it looks like it's gonna be like a lot of the same, like just the same, same solid reacher action. And then uh, last trailer for the week is we got the first trailer for Masters of the Air, which is uh, you know decades in the making follow up or I guess kind of continuation of Band of Brothers in the Pacific. Because it's it's the latest uh, World War Two show from Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks, and I think yeah I think I think they've been trying to get this uh, made for a while, and it's it, you know it's been like uh, 
over 10 years since the Pacific and over 20 years since Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers was like 2001. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, this but uh, this is going to be an Apple TV Plus uh, World War II show. It's based on a book also called Masters of the Air, and it's about the uh, 100th uh, bombardment group that was in in Europe during World War Two, you know, doing like bombing runs and various missions across Europe. And uh, Austin Butler stars in it. You know, Elvis himself is uh, in the cockpit of like a like a B seventeen bomber, and uh, Barry Hogan and uh, a bunch of other uh, you know ensemble cast are also in it. It, it, it definitely has that like Band of Brothers specific uh, feel to it, like it, like just like the the look of it and kind of like the what, what, what the trailer has. You, you you can definitely tell it's like in that same uh, mold. And uh, a bunch of episodes are going to be directed by Kerry uh, Fukunaga. Um, he's, he's directed like a, several episodes of the, of this of the show, and uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, who directed uh, Captain Marvel, also directing multiple episodes. And it's going to be uh, January 26th next year. The first episode is going to drop on that date, and then it'll be weekly after that for nine episodes. I don't know. Were you, were you a uh, Band of Brothers Pacific fan, Chris? Uh, no. I, I just kind of <laughs> stopped watching it around that time. I got to get into it, I guess. I watched, like, <laughs> small clips, but... Oh, you, have, have you not seen either of them? No, I've seen the original one. Band of Brothers? Yeah. Okay, but you, you, didn't, see, you didn't see Pacific? No. Like not not like sit down and watch it. Yeah, I, I I would. I mean, they're both they're both really good. I, Pacific's not as good as Band of Brothers. Like Band of Brothers is still like the high mark, um, but Pacific still is still worth watching. I would say, and, and it's on it's on Netflix now too. If you want, if you if, if you want, if you don't have Max but you want still want to watch it, it's on. It, it's part of that crazy Warner Brothers deal where they send a bunch of stuff to Netflix. So Band of Brothers and uh, Pacific are on Netflix now. Which is also it's weird because then like it's like oh like the kind of like the spiritual third uh, series is now on Apple TV Plus, <laughs> and not on hey, Max or Netflix. Yeah. Hey, what's the mm-hmm. Apple Plus one? That like what we're just talking about. Just messes the air. What we're talking about, Chris. Oh no! I thought there was like another Band of Brothers because I was like I thought it was just Band of Brothers and then. This no, the, the, yeah, yeah. This like this. This is like this. This is like the spiritual like third entry. In like gotcha, this gotcha. kind of series, because it's you know it's, it's it's Spielberg and Tom Hanks and World War Two, based on a book. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking of also Company of Heroes. <laughs> that was that game was inspired by Banner Brothers, but then they actually made a Company of Heroes like movie. Based yeah, on the game. Mm-hmm. and that that like totally just like. That kind of like killed everybody. Like, you know what I mean, like it killed the franchise. It killed the brand. It killed, you know, *Company <laughs> Heroes* two. Like, really had to wait for that sequel after that. Oh yeah, I do. I do also love from this trailer that like Austin Butler still has his Elvis accent. He he said like he can't get rid of it. It's just something like he trains so hard to be Elvis that it's just like part of him now. I mean, I guess, I guess it could, like, as long as they just say, like, his character's from, like, the South somewhere, like, it'll work. But yeah, eventually, like, he's just gotta figure out somewhere. He's, he's just, like, lock himself he's in a room and just, like... <laughs> yeah, deprogram that Elvis out of him. Yeah. Uh, also, didn't Elvis go to World War II? Or something? I don't... Or he, went to, he served in the Korean War? He was, I mean, he was in... 
I mean, it was it was in Elvis. Like he he was in like I don't know if he was in like like you know like active duty. Like he was like on the front line. But he was like on a base somewhere in Europe, I think. And that's like, that's really like he met like uh like uh, Priscilla. I, I, I think I think I think it was more of cross over uh, Elvis and then this and just refine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was more of like a um, you know how like the like you know Captain America with this when he was just like doing like uh, like the PR tour and not actually fighting anyone. Like I think that was kind of like because they're like, well, we can't have Elvis get killed. <laughs> like, oh no, no, it was part of the OS tours. Yeah. But yeah, if you're if you're into World War II, if you're into uh, you know uh, aerial combat uh, in you know Band of Brothers Pacific, yeah, Apple TV Plus next uh, in next year, you could look forward to Masters of the Air. And then uh, moving on, uh, probably the biggest news of the week is that the SAG after strike is over finally. 118 days after it began, the strike is over. Uh, and as as of recorded, we don't know what the actual terms are um i think i think if you're hearing this like the you're, you're, the, like the deal like the actual like details will probably come out but i, I think we're recording this like the details haven't come out so maybe, maybe uh maybe next next week if there's like anything like crazy that we like in the in that deal we'll talk about it but i mean the important thing is that it's over and you know stuff can stuff can get resumed like stuff can start like get back in production or actually start shooting or and people can like talk about things. Yeah, people, celebrities at these cons can actually talk about Dis- discuss projects. projects. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's like right, like like this, like basically like as soon as like midnight struck like last night, that's when like the, the strike was over, or like uh, I think it was like yeah, like Wednesday or Thursday this week. Uh, and then they're already saying like, oh yeah, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson are gonna be on like. Tonight, like the night show and like all like all these people like they're sending they're sending like everyone to, like all the talk shows like get out there <laughs> get back on talk shows you realize how much a machine it is to pr- like promote a movie talk about a movie do all these other things i mean it's probably able to i mean it's probably why it's like a, a bunch of stuff has been like bombing recently like or like like box office has been like super low like last couple weeks for like some stuff because it's like no you can't your stars are out there, like promoting it, or like you know, like 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 having like you know, fun talk show appearances and like getting like the the general population aware of it. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I never watched that, and that influenced me to watch the movie. I watched the trailer, and I formed my own opinion about it. I well, I, yeah, I mean that for us, yeah, like that's, that's but I I feel like you know, like very like the normies, like the people who are like aren't aware of like oh they, 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 might, they might watch the show and be like oh that movie's out this week i didn't know that movie's coming out or like i've never like, that looks fun, yeah, or like, that's I, fun. I feel that a gen- there's a generation difference because the younger generation like younger than us they're watching youtubers and and tiktokers talk about movies more so than a uh the typical late night show format yeah but i mean also i mean but also then but then like now stars can like be on podcasts and be on youtube channels and you know be on like hot ones or whatever or be on like whatever podcast and t- talk about things again so you want to get some of that money Zach? you want to <laughs> rope in us like a person for one of these random movies yeah 
And uh, yeah, t- TV t- like so, TV shows are gonna go back to production. Movies are gonna go back to, back in production. Um, there's still some like sh- kind of sh- like shifting release dates. I, I, like uh, Marvel just like moved, moved around a bunch of stuff. Like Deadpool three moved to July next year, and uh, Captain America went to 2025. Wait, Captain another Captain America? The the like the like the um the Anthony Mackie uh Brave New World. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, th- like that was that was supposed to come out uh, July of next year, but now it's gonna be twenty twenty five is when that's coming out. Does Anthony Mackie know he should be back for that? <laughs> I feel like he lost his Captain America body when he did Twisted Metal. So I mean, he's got he's got two years now to <laughs> work like a, a year probably to work on it. Because yeah, he has a compete against Chris Evans, mm-hmm. like, physique. Well, I don't, th- I don't think Chris Evans is in it. Like, there's no, no Chris no, Evans. No, I know, in... but I'm just saying in Oh, general, just, like, like... just like, yeah, like, compared like, to the old Captain America, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, another iteration of Captain America can't somehow look worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm also curious. I'm curious, um... I mean, maybe we'll talk about it next week when like the details come out, like what like what their like AI agreement was, because that was like the apparently that was like the major sticking point was like they were they just kept kept arguing about AI and like what the like what the AI agreements were gonna be, because they were because the cause SAG was like, uh, well the studios were like well we're gonna scan background art like like actors and then like just like use AI to like put them in other things and then like not pay background actors. <laughs> Or, or like the use of like, um, you know, dead, you know, dead celebrities, and like use AI to like bring them back, in, in, in like whatever form they wanted to. I feel like the celebrity has to sign off on it, or if the studio uses a dead celebrity for a very critical role, like in a long-standing franchise, like they, mm-hmm. the families have to be compensated, like the estate has to be compensated. Yeah, I think. Well, I think. I think, I, well, I think they're arguing a very specific, like, like this is how you can, like, you, this is how you can do that, you, and th- these, like, the like terms that you can, you need to do the follow to, like, you, you know, use AI to like reconstruct someone, or like, you, like, reconstruct someone's, like, the, you know, like, likeness. <laughs> faith likeness. Yeah, and no, then there was... that, that should that should be a discussion. That, uh, yeah, I feel like Hollywood was just like no, and that's what really sparked this. Yeah, like the, the studios are just like, well, we're going to use whoever we want. We're going to break. We're, we're, we're going to like have a new movie with like, uh, uh, I don't know, James Cagney or something. <laughs> like we're just going to like bring back whoever we want. I'm trying to think. Like I don't think they say J. Cat James Cagney. Was it? Like, was it? Oh no. Was it there? Was it? I trying to think who it was. It was like a. Was it a movie that had like James Dean in it? Like last year, or two years ago, like they really? like an AI, like a like a CG James Dean in it. Was it Space Jam? <laughs> no, it was Space Jam. I feel like I feel like it was like some like yeah, some sort of weird. There was like some that was like a big thing of like it was like some movie where like oh we like use we use like AI and CG to like bring James Dean back for this movie. Was I forget it, what it like, was accurate or was it just like uh, in the it, it was it, it was some it was like it was like some movie you would never hear of unless. Outside the fact that like James De- like, like resurrection J- like, a weird CG James Dean in it, but like if, if that wasn't the case, like you would never have heard of this movie. It would just like show up. It'd just be like a red box or like a just like nothing movie. I gotcha. 
but yeah anyway we'll, we'll hopefully uh by this time next week we'll uh, like you know kind of know exactly what they got and what the terms kind of what the details are and then if there's anything crazy or interesting we'll discuss the next week but the other the other huge news this week was that uh we found out that Sony and Nintendo are going to be working on bringing a live action Legend of Zelda movie to theaters so it, it's it, it's in development right now uh kind kind of interesting that like Nintendo went to Sony after they like worked with Universal for the Super Mario Bros movie so apparently like Nintendo is not really like uh you know, studio loyal. <laughs> those, those, whoever, those, you know, whoever has the best deal, or like, let's go to whoever for whatever project. I'm thinking, was it lowest bidder, or was it based on like, I don't know. Well, okay, think about this. I'm thinking as a conspiracy theory. So Sony can't use the Nintendo characters in their products. You know, so Sony will make the movie, but they won't try to sneak in a right to, like, try to produce their version. (laughs) Universal doesn't abide by that rule. And probably there's some sort of clause universal where it's like, hey, we want to put this, like, in a theme park. Yeah, it's it's so weird because, yeah, like, they have, like, like, Universal Studios has, like, there's, like, already, like, there's, like, Two Nintendo worlds. There's gonna be a third one in like the next couple years. Like the like Nintendo is so. They don't there's... want Legend of Zelda in there because it's already Mario. But then Universal's like, what about Zelda now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who who knows what the deal was? But yeah, so Sony is gonna be the one, uh, you know, releasing this Legend of Zelda movie. Uh, Wes Ball, who is directed all the the Maze Runner movies and is directed King, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, is uh, directing the movie. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto is going to be producing it. Derek Connolly, who wrote Jurassic World, is going to be writing it. And that's kind of that's kind of all we know for right now. We, there's no you know no casting. It's way too soon for casting. We don't really know what like what, if it's going to be based on a particular game or just like kind of like just like kind of like, just like in the spirit of all of it, <laughs> all of Zelda. Because you know because they didn't say like oh it's 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 a Breath of the Wild game or it's like all like the past game or it's like an Ocarina game it's they, they, or a movie like they didn't say it's like based on a specific movie it's or a game it's just like it's Legend of Zelda like is it like is there like a specific game you'd want it to be based on Chris? Uh, probably Ocarina of Time. It's the more confusing, convoluted time loop one. Mm-hmm. Majora's Mass is a good one too. That's but it's so like it, it really... that would that would be that would be such a crazy way to like introduce like people who've never even played like yeah. seen or heard of Zelda. It's like oh yeah, it's this it's this time warp where you like the world keeps ending. <laughs> well, not even that. It, it's an alternate pass based on the Ocarina of Time. Yeah change because it's supposed to alter the one potential timeline and then yeah like and then if they ever get even earlier to uh like i don't know the first legend of zelda which is just more straightforward go here do this no time travel just stop ganon or yeah stop ganondorf or ganon it's like he was the one where he's just a pig withered Mm-hmm. And then you have Adventures of Link, which is 
Legend of Zelda 2, which people hate it when it first came out, and slowly people appreciate it, but it's still not, like, up to par. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever play Wind Waker? No. Wind Waker is in a weirder one, where it's the future of everything, where it's, like, canonically, I think it's supposed to take place in an alternate future of things, where doesn't matter what en- what version they end up, they all, like, the world floods. Mm-hmm. This great flood happens. And then I think, um, Breath of the Wild is, is, uh, I'm not sure if it's the future from there. I, I don't it- it's, like, <laughs> weird. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, I don't know. If, if they want to go nuts, do a Four Swords, which is even more confusing, where it's like, hey, did you know about, like, Link? Now there's four Links. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's going to be, like, Breath of the Wild, because that's, like, the most, like, you know, current popular one. Like, Breath, Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom. Um, or, like you said, Ocarina, because that's, that's like, like super, like, super beloved fan favorite. Or, I, I don't know if they would go, like, all the way back to, like, Link of the Past, and maybe, like, It'd be like based on Link of the Past, but it's also the past like, is not even part of the original NES. That's like another one. Yeah. And then the um oh God, I had it in my head. Oh, Skyward Sword. Yeah. Did you ever learn about that one? I mean, I, I I never played it, but like I know that's a, it's also like a just like crazy, also like <laughs> like the the, 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 the official timeline's like. It's like the hero fails timeline, the hero wins timeline, the like other timeline. <laughs> like there's like how many time there's like three or four timelines. Yeah, it's like three or four. Um, yeah, but Scoured Sword is an alternate, or like is a core pass that could happen because it's one of the er- earlier iterations of yeah. the world, and then it's also one of the earlier incarnations of Link and Zelda, like. I, I forgot like what it was. Some people didn't like it. I I didn't give a shit. But it was um. It was like there was people that lived in the sky. And I was like, all right. Then they developed like, all right, we should hang out on the ground more. So that's why by the time the other games take place, they're not mm-hmm. living in trees and in the sky. I I just remember it was like this dumb bird that like showed up. I didn't really play it because I didn't own a Wii. But Twilight Princess is a good runner-up, now I think about it. Twilight Princess? Mm-hmm. Get, some, get some werewolf action going on in there. <laughs> yeah, really, like, get that reinvigorate uh, furry people. Because <laughs> that that was, like, a lot of weird fan art after that. But yeah, well, it, hope- it's got a lot of wealth to take from. Unlike yeah. other things that have, like, a easier origin story... Legend of Zelda is just one of those like, ooh, which one do you, ta- how do you tackle it, and then how do you want to make, like, the th- the beauty about Legend of Zelda is that basically every two games, new origin story. Mm-hmm. Or they skip the origin of Zelda and Link, and it's just sort of like, here's, here's a Link, and he's doing something to save a person. And also, like, live action also is, like, interesting. <laughs> like, because yep. they had such success with the Super Mario Bros. being, like, you know, animated but now they're like you know you know big live action fantasy epic with hopefully 
I do. Ho- I do hope they find wh- like whoever they cast for Link. Hopefully, it's like a. I would. Li- I would like them to find like just like a totally unknown person, so that they can, like just like f- you know fully inhabit Link. Not just not oh, like maybe. find like yeah. Like, it's it's like Timothy. Sh- yeah, Timothy Chalamet is Link. Like. Oh my god! I would have said that. He has such good like elven bone structure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just yeah, just just find someone that so you like no preconceived notions of like. Oh, I've I've seen this person like this before. <laughs> now they're now you have to like imagine them being Link, and then and then find find, find then find just like someone who can like, just like devour scenery as like Ganon. Gary Oldman retired, right? I think he's still doing stuff. Maybe. Like he's he said he's gonna retire soon. Oh, are you are you saying like have Ganon be like a CG character and just have like a voice or like yeah. have someone actually be like a. Like, I, well, I guess if you if you Ganondorf and then he turns into Ganon, like if you have Ganondorf, then like you, you could have like an actual like you know a person playing him, and then maybe just maybe do like a CG like giant pig monster for the end or something. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get more details in the near future about if it's based on any particular game or who's cast as Link or who, who the, like what the story is going to be. But uh. Yeah, some, some sometime in your future, Legend of Zelda is gonna hit the big screen, so <laughs> we'll definitely keep an eye on that as it develops. And then uh, we also got some news this week that uh, Spartacus is coming back. I think we got, I think we heard that they were t- talking about doing some sort of like Spartacus spinoff or continuation over at Stars, and we officially got the word this week that Stars has greenlit a new Spartacus show, but kind of kind of a crazy weird. Uh, you know, entry into the Spartacus universe. It's gonna be so. It's it's Spartacus House of Asher, which is gonna star uh, Nick Terabay, who played Asher in the original series. But then, if you like spoilers for Spartacus, particularly Spartacus Vengeance, uh, he got like definitively killed in Spartacus Vengeance. <laughs> like, um, like he got his head chopped off because he was like helping the Romans. Like he betrayed all the gladiators. And was like like a Roman collaborator, and then they got like killed at the end of Spartacus Vengeance. And somehow but, you live from it. Well, uh, well, see, it kind of feels, it kind of seems like this new show is going to be like a what if kind of thing, where like, oh, like what if that didn't happen? What if he like, you know, survived the entire war with Spartacus and his like uh, rebels, and then like the rope, like the Romans gave him like the gladiator school that like uh, like John Hanna like ran, and now he runs it. It's so weird because they could have just made a whole new character. They could have just done something else. Or, 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 I mean, do do the prequel thing again? Like, like, I mean, one of the best seasons is the prequel season, <laughs> which was fine. The prequel season wasn't bad. It sort of filled in some plot holes and expanded some characters. But my my thing is, I there were other things like... going on. Like, they, this wasn't the only gladiator school in town. Yeah, and also, and also, like, there's other characters that like actually like. I feel like at least one, at least one character survived the end of Spartacus. Like. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, Spartacus gets like, uh, you know, <laughs> like crucified, like is like, and like a bunch of uh, most of them got crucified, but like I feel like, like yes, like some like some of the characters like made it made it all the way through, and then they could have like you, so you could have like probably like <laughs> like followed them or something. But in this alternate timeline where Usher lives and opens a school, is it supposed to be? After the war, or so it's basically like so. The setup is 
so yeah, it, so the Roman, so the Romans, you know, defeat Spartacus, and 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 they ended the slave rebellion. And then Ash, if Asher didn't, if he, he destroyed the whole time and was helping them the whole time, and then like the Romans, like, hey, you helped us the entire time. You, now you, we're giving you like like the, the this gladiator school. You get to run, you own it now. You're the you're the master of this gladiator school. That's that's gonna be basically be like the like the setup for this new show. Ah, I want like, to uh, alternate one. Yeah, yeah, alternate alternate universe. What if Spartacus? <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, ten episode uh, season. Um, Stephen S. Knight is back. He was the, yeah, obviously the creator and showrunner of the original all the original shows uh, seasons, and he's back to run this show, season. So it should hopefully have that same kind of Spartacus craziness. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's not because it it was on Netflix for a while, but I think it's I think it's only it's back to only being on Stars. So you have, you have to have Stars to like watch it. But it, it was it was like it, it was like more widely available for a while. Or or it's like or it's like one or it's like it's like one season or like half a season or something is on like Amazon Prime or something. Was it? Oh, is it is it on Tubi now? It might be on Tubi, <laughs> which if, if, if that's the case, like download Tubi and go watch it. If you have never seen Spartacus, Spartacus is awesome. But uh, yeah, no, no, no word on when this, when this uh, new show is gonna debut. But some, sometime in the near future on Stars. And then uh, last bit of news for this week is that. Uh, we got another movie over at Warner Bros. that has been shelved, even though it's completely finished and ready to go, uh, for another tax write-off. So, Coyote vs. Acme, which is going to be a, was going to be a live-action animated hybrid uh, Looney Tunes movie, uh, is not coming out. It's canceled. They're taking a thirty million dollar write-off on it instead of putting it out to you know because they had like a kind of like a, a rocky third quarter apparently. And they need some sort of like something to balance out the the, the books or whatever. So that so yeah, C- C- Cody versus Acme is going to join Batgirl and Scoob Ho- Holiday Haunt as a movie that is finished, ready to go, and never coming out. That's so sad that they just like lock these movies away. Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently, the thing about this one too is that like. Like Amazon was like very like like trying to like bid on it and like 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 sell it to us. We'll like put it on Prime Video and like some other. I think some other places were interested in it, but like there's like, nah, like we need we need we're gonna like just write it off as like as like a lost whatever however that however writing it off works to studios. Like we're just gonna do that instead of like because they're like it's it it was gonna cost them at least forty million dollars to promote it, and the movie cost seventy million. So it's like, and then it's like well. It's not guaranteed we're gonna make our money back on it for like you know when it comes out in theaters. So they're just like we'll we'll take we'll take thirty million down thirty million now eat eat whatever costs for like uh, eat the cost of making it get thirty million back and then try to like move forward I guess however however, however studio accounting works which no one knows. It was it was this, this movie was, it was also gonna co-star John Cena and Will Forte, uh, Lana Condor. And it was, it was basically it was basically Wiley Cody was gonna he was gonna sue uh, 
Acme for like selling him all these like terrible products. In this universe, yeah, like it's it's, it's like yo know, in in like the universe where like like what are, like Looney Tunes are like real, um, alongside humans, and then Acme is an actual corporation, and then he, it's like Wiley Coyote, like so basically Will Forte was gonna be Wiley 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 Coyote's like lawyer, and then they were gonna sue uh Acme. <laughs> For to, to like because they keep selling all these selling all these like products that like blow up in Wiley Coyote's face or like don't work the way they're supposed to work. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll never we'll never see it. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's it for news this week. So I jump into. Show and tell, and Chris, I know you saw the horror sensation. Although, like second weekend, it dropped off spectacularly. It had like one of the worst drop offs in like cinema history. Uh, I mean, still, still a hit, but uh, kind of crazy how much it dropped off the second week. But Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah, it it was definitely uh, an attempt at a video game thing. And, um, I, I feel mean, like it hit its what? I was going to say, like, apparently if you're a fan, this is exactly what you wanted. <laughs> I mean, I was a fan of the the game, I guess. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the... I, I, I like the... I'm a fan of the cryptic lore, I think is a better way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to play the game to enjoy some of the reasoning and the art. But I, I definitely played, like, the first game... I've just watched a lot of people play the other one. And I, I like the music. I like the the concept. But it definitely is a game that makes you, like, earn the story. Because everything is supposed to be very, like, interpretational. A lot of, a lot of uh, cryptic guessing. And I couldn't tell if it was, like, genius or, like, this guy had, like, everything plotted out. Because I don't feel that way. But you have a second chance at it for the movie version. And what they're doing is sort of filling in the gaps, but because they're catering to the view gamer like market that really enjoys it, which I guess you know enough because they made like its money back. Uh, the story oh, falls yeah. apart when you start looking in the small details. I mean, they're not that small, but they are big enough to be like something that. Uh, I just could not stop thinking about like a few things. Uh, one, like the, why does Josh Hutchinson need the pills for the deep sleep dreaming when he can do it? without? like, it didn't seem like he needed to do that dream thing for like his sister, you know, his sister can just do it without him. Cause she was drawing pictures that her visions were giving her. So does that mean that both, like they come from like, uh, like a psychic family. You know, like I got that impression that they might be both psychic, like telekinetic, like psych, like linked to trauma. I I couldn't figure that out. Also, she wasn't even there that day. No, she doesn't. Like he doesn't take her to Freddy's until like the third night. No, no, I meant the the trauma that like made Josh. Oh no, yeah, that way. 
that was yeah, that was like that was like ten years before she was born. <laughs> like whatever, whatever the gap is between like, uh, yeah, like Josh Hutcherson's younger brother and then her, <laughs> which was it's it's, it's it's just so weird that like Josh Hutcherson is, is like her older brother, not her dad. Like, <laughs> like it just, yeah, just adds like just adds, it just adds a weird wrinkle of like, wait, what? Like. Why can't par- this like, be your daughter? I don't know. It didn't make that much a difference if it was a daughter or a sister. And like, well, like what? And the parents, the parents just like they just took a super long gap. We're like, eh, we'll try having our kid, <laughs> even though like our other one, our, our, our other younger son was kidnapped, but we'll have another kid. And then, and then like, like the mom died, and the dad yeah. killed himself. I I guess yeah. <laughs> I read online that supposedly he killed himself. But then mm-hmm. I thought the whole twist was his dad would have been um, uh, William Maffin. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole like, all right, it's a little cryptic, which fine. First time coming into the lore. See if this comes in. And then the aunt, the the aunt wants Abby's wants custody of Abby for like the monthly payment, like the like the custody payments, but then. It doesn't seem like they're using those payments at all for anything. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. She's or, doing or, higher, higher criminals, basically. Or, but I'm saying, like, it's not, it doesn't seem like worth the effort that she's putting in because, like, Josh Hutcherson is not using that. Much. Like, like whatever they're getting is not a lot. Because <laughs> no, like he's a, gonna get evicted from his like house. Yeah, their trailer or whatever they live in, and then yeah, it's like it's kind of like a, a, a wreck, and then like he has no job. And honestly, he shouldn't be like watching this person, like this kid. Like it, it's a social worker should have stepped in. Well, he. Well, we were talking like we were talking like before we started recording, but like, like he he should be in jail. <laughs> like, why was he, why was he not arrested for like viciously assaulting a person, a man in a, a in the mall? No idea. He gets away with it. And it, I mean, it's traumatic, and it's one of those things where he maybe uh, some sort of reason we don't know happened off screen to explain it, but not nothing close to what we need as an answer. Yeah, because uh, I mean, because well. like maybe maybe they told him like you have to go to like counseling or some sort of like fa- like <laughs> like order thing, order thing. But but it's like he like beat that beat that like like dad to like with an inch of his life like <laughs> like it was like that was like straight up just like stop stop he's already dead territory <laughs> like, like, yeah. the, 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 like the, that guy's son is just like stop stop he's already dead yeah like the whole premise for him to be in that situation it couldn't be because of like hard economic times and whatever it was like they really ramped up the drama that it was little bit distracting about the whole uh being a guard for uh abandoned pizzeria so mm-hmm. when you get over that fact like, like it, you know you get kind of like back into the mood and it's the horror aspects which i didn't mind i, di- I didn't mind the the subtlety and then the um kind of like building up the tension I, I again the the ghost children dream almost like he has got a shining. That that was kind of like all right. I guess in the game that happens it. It's more. It's not implied that what you play a flashback, but it doesn't tell you that you're playing from the guards like perspective. Like 
like uh having that flashback you sort of play it as if it's like filling in the lore between days so this time around they try to connect it into the story where it's like josh hutcherson is experiencing it and we're viewing it and it's part of the vision quest that he gets because he dreams inside this haunted ass arcade um mm-hmm. pizzeria so all right i i get that is just like a thing that the ghost can choose uh however by the time they invite he brings a sister there that's where the movie starts like the wheels start spinning a little looser so yeah the the children i get like the children react to children so like they bond really quickly and it brings her out of her shell but she doesn't get the freaky dream or maybe she did and didn't understand it, but the movie doesn't explain that. She well, they, just like, is drawing pictures, they, but she's... Like, they say, like... Like, Josh Hutchins, like, asks her, like, oh, like, how like what, what was... Where did you, like, learn about this drawing? Or, like, how did you draw this? And, like, it's like, oh, they told, like, the... Like, Freddie and them told me or whatever. Wow, they told her enough detail that she drew that, like, very accurately. But yeah, that the whole the whole middle segment, like like the third night, I think, is when they when they have like the eighties montage of like we're building the four, it's fun. Like that was just like that, that was just like what is happening right now? Like what is this movie? <laughs> like yes, like, I didn't was, realize how weird it would be that I saw it. I was like, what is going on? And it, and it totally just like deflates any sort of threat from like like the, like the animatronics. They're just like, oh, they're just like lovable, like wacky, like <laughs> friends now. Like, it, it it was too much. I I couldn't believe how um how almost like quick they are to forget that these killer monsters. I, I get the girl get like the guard, uh, the, the actual cop understands that they're kids and all that, but not not like Jazz Hutcherson. He's just like chill with it, knowing they're yeah. ghost children in it. And he even says like a line that's like, oh, like should I be freaked out about this? Nah. And then this is after mind me, this is after the the animatronics kill like four uh yeah. the, the, the guys broke, broke in, yeah. Yeah. And and then I was wondering, like, who cleaned up after them? Did they clean up after that, hiding the bodies and then just <laughs> mm-hmm. sort of doing that thing? I, I couldn't figure that one out. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Uh, I, I guess the guard, I mean, like, I forgot, like, for all these characters' names, but the, the cop, she kind of, like, changes her mind about, like, following her, following, like, the, the plan and then sort of going, oh, I don't, I'm against this now. Because she, she spent, like, a week doing this, but I guess she then, like, cared for Joss Hutcherson and the sister, so she betrayed, her, like, her, her duty. Well, what is, like, what is their, like, what is their plan? Like, what is, like, like, what is, like, what's, like, Matthew Lillard's plan of, like, I'm gonna hire, like, hiring this guy, and then, and then, and then like, her plan is, like, I, like, I, I tell whoever this guard is, like, the weird stuff that happens, but then I don't, I don't tell them all everything, and then, like, or they just quit before I have to worry about it, like. Well, I guess he still needs a guard, and so the guard that gets killed in the opening 
it's yeah. implied that basically that guy was not really like a serial killer death. That was just like, I still need people to protect my abandoned arcade, which no one bothered with it. I think because he put a guard there made it more of a problem. Mm-hmm. So that was like uh, an unexpected bonus, but then a detriment. Well, it's, it's, he wanted it's also... to kill Joss Hutcherson. Like, he, his goal was to kill him because he wanted to he killed the. Well, he says in the end, but I don't think it was expected. He just wanted to keep him close by just because he could. Well, yeah, because because he see because that's the, in the intro. It's like he sees the name. He's like, "Oh, your name is this. Your name is your name is Schmidt. Okay, I got this job for you." Because <laughs> then because he, he's like, "Oh," because he remembers like, "Oh, Garrett Schmidt. That was the kid I killed like in like the eighties or whatever." Yeah, so I get why it's like let me. He wants to tie up loose ends, I guess. I mean, I guess I have no I idea. Guess, I guess, yeah. Then, but then, um, but, but then, but then, like he, it's just like the worst luck for Matthew Lillard is he chooses like so he's like I'm gonna kill the brother of this kid I killed, but then it's like oh, but but I I, I just happen to choose the brother who has like psychic visions that can like unravel his whole plan yeah. and like talk to like the, 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 my murder victims. You see what I mean? Like I I want to know why he has psychic visions. I, I well, never I mean, he's, that. he's got he's got he's got he's got the book about lucid dreaming, and he like so he's he's like reading like he's he's been trying to because he he keeps having the same dream even before he goes to Freddy's, but it's like very vague, like it's like super vague, and he doesn't remember the details. But then when he starts like sleeping at Freddy's, like he like it's more vivid because like the ghost kids are there, and then he's also but then he's also like reading a book about like like he's like trying to like lucid dream so he can like remember everything. There was that friend that he was with, and then yeah, that, never that, see that friend again. Yeah, but that, that that book he's talking about is like that's like his like he's reading that to like learn how to like you know have more like remember more of his dreams. That that book is all about like lucid dreaming and controlling your dreams and all that stuff. Okay, that explains sort of like the, his memories, but the problem is that the ghost children show up and then it alters more. Like they're able to enter his dream world, which okay. Yeah. And That's injure him, him, like injure him, Freddy Krueger style in in yes. the, the Dream World in the Dream World too. Yeah, that I want to talk about that. I don't understand what their goal was. Like, if he's they want to reach out to him and like mess with him, but then they want to injure him, but then let him live for another few days. I don't understand. Was it something that Matthew Willard was ordering them to do? Say, so, hey, you can hurt him, Maybe, just don't kill yeah. him. Yeah, because yeah, because Matthew Willard can't control them. But then they're, so, yeah. It's it's really, I don't know if like if, if like Freddy and the, and Freddy and the, like they they want like they want Abby like their own volition like that was like Matthew Lillard like telling them like yeah get, get his sister like make, make for, get get this get this, get the, get his sister to join you like yeah I, I that's I'm like I I don't understand what the end goal was but in the games they're they're explained they're explained a lot better than this. Mm-hmm. So that's why when fans are like, this is great, this is what we want, or like, is it? In the first game, you kind of play as, like, this unknown guard, but because we know so much about him now, we're like, wait, what? Then you have, like, I didn't mind the background lore, like, the kids being ghosts, fine. The kids using pictures to communicate, okay. Matthew Lillard being a furry, whatever. <laughs> 
his review of Springtrap at the end was kind of cool because it, it it was like because he doesn't show up until like the third game, so it was cool to see that and then the whole you know what what's up with this. I think the third game or second game, but they don't really explain his character so much until like it's one of those like oh oh like there's a crazy man here. Mm-hmm. And I think the fourth game they explained that uh, he was able to harness like he fe- he somehow was able to like figure out that if you kill something and then the body like secretes goo that if you bind it to things it makes them like like their soul is binded to it like inanimate objects. So that's why the ghosts only can be in these animatronics and not just anything else. But it still doesn't explain why the ghosts can only hang out in like this building. Technically in one of the games the the restaurant burns down and then they're free to go wherever they want. As robotic children. Mm-hmm. But they kind of like have a taste for blood now. Uh, but yeah, uh, movie's okay. Like, it, it could be better. It could have been potentially like punched up and uh, easier for like fans to like not for moviegoers to understand. And if they just explained more instead of just being cryptic on purpose like this, it, because it's like not a game where like you can interpret it and then you know understand where the series is going the movie is just doesn't do a good job of like kind of pointing out certain characters but like i get it because it sounds just like the way it says for like the mario movie where it's not meant for average moviegoers you just have to like you know suspend some uh, realistic beliefs so i i did it you know i enjoyed it for what it was um it, it's very like it could have been worse, but uh, like I understand what you're coming from. If you don't play anything at all and you're watching this movie, you're like, "Wait, what's this? Like, why is this?" Doesn't explain. Yeah, my main thing is like I think like they had these like incredible like animatronics, and then they don't really do anything like they don't really do it like it's like the one super quick scene like the one sequence where they kill like the guys that break in and that's all you get of like you know them actually like you know stalking and killing people and then the rest of them are, the rest of the movie are kind of just like standing around or like moving their heads or playing instruments so that kind of it kind of just like a waste of like all the effort for, like jim henson workshop put in to like make these like incredible costumes and like animatronics and also and also just it just kind of like it's kind of boring like it's a lot of just josh hutcherson sleeping and then going back to that same dream like a, a dozen times to- like it's just like like the third or fourth time he goes back to that dream with the kids i'm just like oh my this is this movie is so fucking repetitive <laughs> like definitely cut, cut down some of that like dream stuff or like the like the you know like the, the weird like murder mystery part and like more you know more robot mayhem yeah i i, I feel like they only did it to like be PG thirteen, but for most of the movie, it could have been a PG movie. But the opening that, scene of the guy's face getting like sawed is like yeah. way more intense. So that that's what that's what I was saying. Like last week, like I feel like if some somewhere with like 
if you smash Willy's Wonderland and this together, there's there's some and take like elements of both, like so take like the best elements of both and like combine them. Like you might have like like a like a perfect kind of like like killer animatronic movie. <laughs> you know, I, I, people have said that like when you said it, and then now like a lot of critics are saying that where it's like there is so many. Uh, like no one's figured out the right formula. Yeah, because because like Willie's wondering because Willie's wondering was like no plot, but like lots of mayhem because like Nicolas Cage just like beats the shit out of like animatronic robots for like an hour and a half, and then this is like wait not nowhere near enough robot mayhem, and then way too much plot. <laughs> so it's just like if you can fi- the ratio of like plot to robot mayhem, if you like somewhere in the middle of those two movies on the on the spectrum is like like. Maybe maybe when they when they, we get the sequel to this movie, because we're, I mean, obviously we're definitely getting a sequel to this movie because it's it's made like like two like two, like hundred times its budget back or whatever. So, so Finance Phrase Two, whatever whatever we get uh, in like a couple of years, maybe they'll they'll figure out the formula and make it more like still still please fans, but like make it more enjoyable for like just reg- kind of regular horror viewers or regular viewers. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. Like, if they improve some of the plot, and now that they have established, like at least the enough, they can sort of expand and do something. I don't know. I'm kind of someone now who, like, if they do a, they're, they're gonna do a follow up. Like, this movie made enough yeah. money to do a follow up, and there's enough like word of mouth and you know uh, fandom for it that they can do an original plot. And not just try to cram. It's, it's weird. It, it, not, not not to drag it any longer, but do you feel that it introduced enough plot, but then not enough plot, like a not not enough detail in the plot for what well, the story was about? Well, it, it's it's it was too much of the Josh Hutcherson. I got to figure out what killed my brother stuff, and then nowhere near enough explanation of like. Who who the like who the kids that are inhabiting Freddy and the other robots are, or like the history of Freddy's or any of that stuff? It's just like it was, it was all about I gotta figure out who killed my bro- like killed my brother. And then if you're any sort of like if you have any sort of like you know movie knowledge or kind of like if you can piece together like plot details, like I, it's like there's only there's only a certain amount of people, like there's only like a certain amount of cast in this movie. Matthew Lillard was like very weird at the at the interview. So it's like, like I was already like clocking, not knowing anything about the, like the movie, like the games or anything. I was like, I think Matthew Lillard is like, probably going to be the killer. <laughs> so like he has something to do with this. And then it was oh, like, oh, oh yeah, Janice, Janice picked up on that like immediately. As, as soon as he, as soon as he like looks at the name, is like, oh, your name's this. All right, <laughs> like that's that was such a, like a just like a blatant like Give red away. flag. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have to do that. I, I don't understand. Unless he was like an anger management counselor slash career counselor. I th- yeah, I think he was just a, like a yeah like a career, career like guide like counselor. Yeah, I, that's I'm like I don't. Does he have the authority to get like his uh, arrests cleaned? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you, uh... it was too on the nose of like uh, on and spicious thing where it's like this is not a good thing not a good sign and, and, and on top of just like matthew Lillard just like doing like like uh like well he he and the mary stewart master was like the only two like doing like a like 
any sort of like like li- lively performance. Like they were like both kind of like trying to do like a little bit more, and like Josh Hutcherson is just so fucking boring in this movie. Like I think I mean I think on purpose, but like he was just not interesting at all. Like just like oh. I'm su- I'm super depressed. Well, yeah, he, played, like, he, he was fine because I feel like he played the guy that like his his life was out of control. Like he had no um no semblance of if he's living in the past or not taking care of the present. So I get that. Like I get that he's just a chronic depressed uh like traumatized person. I'm okay yeah, with but, that. That that didn't well, bother me. Well, like for me, like that just for me that's like that's not like. Just, like that's not an interesting character to like have to spend the entire movie with. They're just like my sister. They're gonna take my sister, my aunt. <laughs> I, I'm working at this pizza place. My brother, my brother got murdered. I gotta figure out who my brother is. Like, it could be just, better. Like, I, I, yeah. I do admit it could have been better, but maybe that explains <laughs> the sleeping pills and then his. I, I don't know, like. He wasn't doing like he wasn't drinking or anything. It was just, like, no, just, like, like yeah, it wasn't even like you just blame it on that. It was just he yeah. went to sleep a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I yeah. Oh, so just on on, on, on the special we're talking about so, somewhere from like 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 bored dead Josh Hutcherson to like crazy Nicolas Cage has got to be somewhere in the middle where there's like an interesting protagonist for one of these movies. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that, I watched that. I think I was watching some other TV shows, but I'll save it for another time. Caught up on Loki, obviously, uh, and then well, we 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 haven't seen the season finale yet, so we'll probably talk about the season finale next week because we're recording right, this right. before but, it comes out. I mean, so. leading up to it, because I, I yeah. saved Loki for the weekend, and then I mm-hmm. back to backed it with uh, Loki, and then uh. Last week was Loki and Bodies, and I was like, okay, this is... <laughs> like, after Loki's done, go watch Bodies now. Both, like, crazy time-twisting <laughs> mysteries. Like, and, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so Friday's the main thing you watch, Chris? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, trying to catch up on Secret Wars, because I took, a, like, a long break on not watching that. Or Secret Invasion. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm like I'm like just speed running through that. Hate watching it, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not so hateful, but it's just like they are rushing through the character, like all these characters. They're like, all right, like, all right, cool. yeah, this person's dead. All right, now what? Yeah, I didn't really hate watch it, but I was also just like, wow, this is this is not good, and also like, <laughs> just like, yeah, like like none of like yeah, it's it's. It's it feels rushed, but also like dragged out at the same time. Where it's yep. just like, like nothing's happening, but then also like it's like there's like they're not, there's like rushing things are happening that they're not explaining, or like or like developments will happen. Like oh, uh, how, how far are you into it, Chris? Like halfway uh, or like episode five? Oh, so you're like I... you're, you're like almost at the end then? Yeah, I'm almost at the end. So I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit after because I guess I'll okay. be ready for. The Marvels. I was I was just gonna ask you if like if they had like the the Avengers goo yet. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you'll you'll know you'll know that when it happens. When it happens. Like there's like a. I think it's like the, like the, right before like the last 
episode right before the last episode, uh, <laughs> like, there's like a Samuel Jackson like goes and finds this thing, and then that's like the MacGuffin for like the last episode. <laughs> But uh, I've been watching some TV stuff. Um, so I watched the season premiere of uh, Invincible, which is on Prime Video. It's finally back. It's been uh, like two years since season one ended. Uh, but, you know, it's finally back. Kind of like It's, it's kind of weird because like it's like the baton got passed from like Gen V to Invincible. As far as like the, like, fri- the, like the Friday, like super brutal, violent superhero show <laughs> um but yeah but yeah invincible uh it, you know great like if you, if, you, if you like the first season like it's all everything that you liked about the first season is still here it's all it's it's you know incredible voice cast like fun animation like cr- crazy brutal action and uh yeah it, it pretty like it Definitely the first episode. Probably, I imagine like most of the the season is gonna be like it's a lot of like Marcus kind of like trying to deal with like the ramifications of like his like you know massive crazy battle with his father at the end of the first season, and he and then trying to like figure out like 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 am I gonna turn into that or like am I, like like am I like destined to turn into my dad or like do do the same thing or like how how can I stop him if he comes back and but then there's also like uh. Uh, another like kind of threat that's like a like a multiversal threat, or like they, they kind of play in like it's like their version of, like the multiverse. There's like a character. There's like a character who like is like can like his power is like he can like jump like he can like create portals to other dimensions, and then like he's trying to like uh get kind of like, gather all the knowledge of like his his other like all of his alter egos and like try like you know combine all of that knowledge like himself. Through like a a, a machine. Hmm. I I didn't read this arc. Like I, I know like eventually one of them can enter the Marvel universe because that's how he ended up in like with like Spider Man and Captain America. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those like okay they uh, they figured out like a MacGuffin to do that. Yeah, that definitely didn't happen in this first episode. There wasn't any sort of like other like comic Nuts. universe that they they go into. The, the the main the main universe like it kind of kicks off like the first like episode kicks off and it's like you're you're in like this alternate one of the other universes where like Mark joined his dad so like they they've taken they've taken over the planet and there's and there's like a resistance group kind of like uh, trying to you know stop them and then <laughs> it's typical like individual fashion like Omni Man Mark show up and just like destroy them all brutally. <laughs> But yeah, it it it's great. It's it's if you if you if you like the first season, it's it has, it hasn't lost any step. It's it's as good as it was in the first season. So definitely excited to check out the rest of it. And then I also watched the uh, premiere of Lawman Bass Reeves, which is the new uh, Taylor Sheridan show on Paramount Plus. Like you know, every I think we're like contract like it's <laughs> they're like contractually obligated to, like give us a new Taylor Sheridan show like every every other month. <laughs> I think, I think it was like a, like a month or two ago they just had like a lioness like the Zoe Saldana show that was the Tyler Sheridan show. And but yeah, this one is based on uh, obviously obviously Bass Reeves the you know, the the actual U.S. Marshal from the Wild West, um, who among other things he was like the inspiration for the Lone Ranger, was like 
and also I, I, he also captured like the like the most fugitives of all time for any like U.S. Marshal. Like captured like three hundred people. Yeah, it's one of those that I've heard about his legend, and then the like parodies that I didn't know he was like a real person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, David Oyelowo plays him, um, and he is. Uh, it, it actually it, it, it takes it, it, it's kind of interesting. It, it takes a little bit for it to actually get into like the like lawman like U.S. Marshal stuff because like the whole first episode is like. Bass Reeves, like he's, he starts out, he's, he's a slave to like this like Confederate major, and then he escapes, and then there's a whole thing that's like basically the whole first episode is like him trying, to, you know, trying to like escape slavery and, uh, like he, like he finds a place to hide out, and then kind of like, uh, trying to like make it through the end of the Civil War, like hidden, and then the second episode is like is like oh, and now you know, the the Emancipation Proclamation happened. You you're back with your family, and then but then like he gets drawn into like this like uh, posse by like Dennis Quaid, who Dennis Quaid is like sh- chewing scenery in the show. Like he's got, he's doing a crazy accent. He's like uh, spitting tobacco. He's kind of he's kind of like a he's, and kind of like a slimy like he's like he's a, he's a marshal, but he's like a kind of slimy marshal where like he like kill people and then like loot them. So he, he doesn't have like the moral like uh fiber that like Bass Reeves has because Bass Reeves like is very like like he wants to like capture people alive if he can and like he wants to, like talk people down if he can, but but he's also but he's also like a like incredible shot like he will if like if he's like in a shootout like he's taking them out, everyone out like with like headshots. So he's sort of like uh justified kind of guy. He like. Not not quite like uh yeah he's he's not quite real Raylan of like because like he's not like he is like a slightly more like morals than like Raylan because like Raylan will like will like try like manipulate people to like you want to get in a shootout like I'll I'll like I'll, I'll talk to you doing a shootout but, but yeah best best is like like hey if we can work this out without shooting you I'll we'll work I'll, let me try like work it out with you like like we'll, you know we'll walk out of here together <laughs> alive. And then uh, Barry Pepper is, uh, seems like he's going to be possibly maybe like a recurring villain or like uh, someone that might, might pop up later. Like he's in the first two episodes and he was in like the Confederate uh, like cavalry that, uh, you know, Bastards was forced into like into be like fighting with along with his master. And then they kind of have like a, a, a confrontation later after the after the war. And like kind of leads and then like like he like kind of like runs off. So but but he's like a. a He's in the main cast. I'm, I'm assuming he's gonna be back at some point. Maybe like, like kind of like the the, the main kind of like fugitive that like Bastard is going after. Also, like Donald Sutherland's in the show. <laughs> so yeah, awesome, awesome cast. Shay Shay Wiggum is like uh, uh, Bastard's master in the first episode. In like in like full on like Shay Wiggum mode. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's it's solid. Like it's it's a very it's a solid western show. It's got all the stuff you'd like expect from like western. It's got like you know, like shootouts and uh, uh, guys like riding across like the desert landscapes on horses and camping out in the woods, <laughs> like and uh, yeah, it, 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 everything you expect from like a like a you know a solid like western like western show or western movie. So I would say, I said if you're interested in that, if you're interested in like uh you know Bass Reeves and seeing like his kind of story, it, d- never check it out. 
I think it's it's going to be eight episodes. Uh, so yeah, the first two up are on Paramount Plus, and it'll be a, one a week after that. I think they're also, if you want to watch it on like TV, I think it's I think it's going to air on CBS this coming weekend. If you hear this before Sunday, uh, I think it's going to be like they're going to air like actually on like regular CBS. Wow, like is it going to be censored? I, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like it wasn't. I mean, the, the opening. There's like a big civil war battle in the, open, in the first episode, like to open it. That was pretty brutal. So maybe they would cut that back a little bit. But like, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, the, I, Yellowstone is on. I, I mean, I don't know if like Yellowstone has any like cr- crazy brutal like scenes or anything, or if they had sense or anything like that. But, but like, they've been airing Yellowstone for like weeks on CBS. It's been like they're like most like top rated show. So, and that was like that started obviously on like Paramount Network. Oh, the interesting thing too is like when when they originally announced the show, they said it was going to be a spinoff of like the Yellowstone universe, but now it's not. It, it, like this is, has nothing to do with like Yellow, anything with like Yellowstone or the prequels or anything. It's its own kind of separate thing. Wait, which one? When, when they when they first uh, announced like Lawman, like the Bass Reeves show, they said it was going to be a spinoff oh. of like Yellowstone. Like, like I think particularly like eighteen eighty three, like the like the like western, uh, like the Sam oh, Elliott Harrison Ford. Oh, no, that's that's 1923. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then, and then they're also doing they're going to have 19, 1944 now. It's going to be another Yellowstone spinoff. But yeah, 1883 was like the uh, western, like the uh, Wild West kind of like uh, prequel to Yellowstone. And then they said Bass Reeves is going to be like a spinoff of that, but now Bass Reeves is, it's it's going to be its own thing. That's good. I feel like it shouldn't, be, shouldn't have to be tied in together. I also, I also feel like between this, where it's like Lawman colon Bass Reeves, and also like light, like it was like Special Ops Lioness was like the like it was like Special Ops colon Lioness. I feel like like Taylor Sheridan's like setting himself up to like, oh, we can do like Special Ops something else for another season, or like we we can do like Lawman someone else for like a second season of this. If like we we could we could do like Bass Reeves this season and like do someone else next season. Wait, I didn't know he made Special Ops Lioness too. He, yeah, he made he made that. He made Tulsa King. He made uh, Mayor of, Mayor of Kingstown. He made. Uh, Is it the? But they're all not connected, huh? The only the only ones that are connected are the Yell, like Yellowstone and like 1883, 1923. But can and you then, imagine if he somehow like Tom Clancy's, where it's all <laughs> some connected universe. Stallone just fucking shows up in like Yellowstone or something. Mm-hmm. It's like I own, I own this ranch now. I move I move from uh, I move from Tulsa now. I'm, I own this ranch. I'm gonna be teams up with Kevin Costner for like a, a lamb bargaining scheme. Well, Kevin Costner's out. Uh, oh, like I think I think they're doing like the, there's there's like one more batch of episodes with him, and then uh, Matthew McConaughey is taking over. As the same character, or just like a a new character, and then pretty much pretty much all the main cast of like Yellowstone. But then it's good. But then it's gonna be like Matthew McConaughey is the main guy now, or something. Or like he takes over the ranch, or like they're like something happens with Kevin Costner, and then like it's like, well, Matthew McConaughey is here now. Is like the dad uncle? I, I, I don't know. I, I I haven't seen Yellowstone. I've seen I've I haven't watched any of Yellowstone or any of the any of the spinoffs. Recaps. They're interesting. Yeah, it's a lot. Just the main thing. A lot of it is um, like episodes that take more focus on the ranch hands are skippable, but, mm-hmm. like, you really just need to know about the main family and how, like, 
it's sort of like Game of Thrones, but there's only like within themselves and any, any outsider that shows up and tries to convince them to like sell the land or like do something questionable, like they get dealt with pretty quickly or like within a season. Yeah, and they're they're also gonna, they're also going to call the uh, the sequel series that Matthew McConaughey is going to star in. Called, it's going to be called Twenty Twenty Four, so it's not going to be called Yellowstone or like anything. Like it's going to they're 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 really like they basically said they're gonna, they're going to like lean fully into like these like decade like decade or like these like year designators, and that that's going to be like all the anything in the Yellowstone universe is going to be like a a year. Interesting, because. What if the season goes on for like three seasons and it's like, wait, this is the same year? It's all is like the Simpsons where it's like all these things take <laughs> yeah. place in like a month. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense for like these like mini series where it's like you know, like nineteen twenty three was like, well, that's me two seasons, but then like like eighteen eighty three was like a like a, like a like a limited series, but then it's like yeah, twenty twenty four they're gonna call it the new show twenty twenty four, and then it's gonna go to like twenty twenty five, but it's what we call twenty twenty four. Something like that is where it gets kind of weird about the numbering. I feel like I feel like with that one in particular, they should have they should have made it like Yellowstone colon something like like the Yellowstone Legacy or something. <laughs> just like you know, but like yeah, it's it, just calling it a year is really weird. The prequels make yeah. sense because the prequels make sense because you're you're saying like oh this is like the year this is like whatever like era or year it's occurring in. But, it sets an expectation about how limited it is and then how focused it is. But when it's like yeah. 2024, it's like, isn't that just like next year? And also, it just sounds like weird. It's just like weirdly like sci-fi for like a, a like a Western drama show. <laughs> like 2024. Yeah, in the 20s. It's just like, yeah. it's like Blade Runner, like 2047. Just Yeah. But yeah, but but Bass Reeves solid. Um, if you like westerns, if you like uh, you know, kind of historical, uh, but ba- you know, based on true event stuff, uh, it's 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 cool. Um, there's you know some f- f- fun casts like some uh some so- you know, some solid like western shootout stuff. <laughs> there's there's like a you know like guys like riding at each other with pistols like revolvers like shooting at each other and like. <laughs> Barely like somehow somehow missing until they like, get like right up close to each other and then one of them like gets shot, or like using like yeah you know like the those like repeater rifles and like <laughs> hiding behind like stage coaches and stuff. Do they do that classic Western thing where if a guy gets shot, he like does a whole like splat out display as if he got like like kicked in the dick too? Mm, I don't, they haven't they haven't done really done that yet. It is it is definitely uh like it's. Um, there's some like brutal violence, like it's that kind of like Taylor showed in like, like brutal violence, like people are getting like shot in the head, and, like you just see like their whole like head explode and stuff, <laughs> or like especially especially like, like, like opening battle with like the Civil War stuff, like guys are like guys are getting like decimated in that, and then also like it gets like it turns to like hand to hand where like guys are just like using hatches on each other and stuff. So it's def- it's definitely like definitely kind of like. Uh... But you see what I mean? Like, how is that on CBS? Yeah, I feel I feel like they got they're they're gonna, they're gonna have to like cut back on that a little bit. Although, I mean, I guess I, got, I guess it also depends on like what time it airs too. Because I think like after like ten o'clock, like no one gives a shit. 
at least a cable. I mean, at least a cable. Like ten o'clock. Like ten o'clock basically turned like any like the cable network basically turned to like HBO. Like you just like yeah. do or say whatever you want basically. But uh, yeah, that's that. That's it for me this week. So we can wrap things up. Uh, definitely head over to the site. We got all of our usual features. We got news. We got all the trailers we talked about this week. We've got uh, all of our features, and we we're gonna have a uh, commentary coming up in a couple weeks. We're gonna be doing uh, the Three Musketeers, the Disney ninety three version of Three Musketeers, because it's celebrating its thirtieth uh, anniversary this month. So we'll be watch rewatching that. And you can head over to the site and listen, and listen to our past commentaries, including last month, which was um, Child's Play. Actually, speaking of, speaking of stuff that like can like do whatever they want, like Child's Play, the, the Chucky on like on USA and Sci-Fi can just like they can just swear and like have brutal kills and do whatever they want, and like after ten o'clock. But uh, Child's Play is up there. You can listen. You can listen to that. Watch that along with us. We got Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. We got Saw Two. We got a whole bunch of counters that you can check out. And then, yeah, Three Musketeers coming up in uh, a couple weeks here. And then all of our other regular features up there every day on the site. Head over and check all that stuff out. And, uh, yes, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.